Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So, what's What's your weird story? story? Hello, Weirdsville. Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. I am joined today with two of my favorite people in the whole entire world, and I'm so happy to share this time with them and with you guys. I have with me none other than co-host Mr. Adam Beebe and and special correspondent, man of the people, all right, Jeff Hubbard. How are you guys? <laughs> You couldn't remember the full title, could you? No. <laughs> Absolutely I can't not. I remember the full title. I am, I'm doing well. Thank you, co-host Barry. Uh, and yes, I'm also excited to be joined here by our um, resident Bigfoot expert, special correspondent, and uh, uh, wait, wait, oh, our and voice of the listener. Yes, that's the, that's the one. <laughs> that makes me feel better. It is. Yeah, I kind of got it out of order. That's why I stumped myself. Um, Mr. Jeff Hubbard. Yes. Hey guys, it's good to be back. Good. I'm always it's... happy to be on. Uh, I'm glad we uh, we've got some uh, material today for me to partake in. So yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. It'll be good. Yep. We've been waiting for uh, uh, Mr. Hubbard to uh, have uh, available time for humble little us, since he's a much more important individual uh, in the mechanics of, uh, of politics and, uh, and 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 the world in general. Uh, man of the people that he is, um, <laughs> but we're yeah we're fortunate that we got a he, he is a busy son of a gun and we grabbed him. Uh, for a few minutes here to uh, talk and uh, share some stories. Uh, did you guys hear? This is breaking news. Uh, that there was a, uh, a, a there was a hostage situation that turned into a uh, I think it was like a quadruple murder. Yeah, just outside of uh, Hennessy. Yep. Uh, where close to where we grew up, man. That was on national news things I was seeing. But yeah, that oh, wow, yeah, it was a big deal, and uh, still waiting to hear exactly what happened. I saw that um, they had captured the guy. Had they? Good. I know that one point in time he had shot a dog, and actually a friend of mine from from Enid went to go get it um, mm. to rescue it. Uh, oh man, just it's a sad deal, man. It was actually out by Lacey. Do you know where Lacey oh. is? It's close to Hennessy, but um, yeah. kind of out there. Um, very strange, man. I don't quite know. Like I said, what was happening and what what the you know, I don't know what you read or whatever, but um, I was waiting to hear out, you know, hear what, what was going on with it. What I'd read was that it was there were four people that were shot execution style, mm. and I think a fifth one that survived, or maybe one of the four survived. Okay. Um, it was at a, uh, a hemp farm. Oh. And, but they were all. Chinese nationals. That makes sense, man. Okay, there's there's been a huge influx of the Chinese here in okay. Oklahoma buying up land and starting these uh these these pot growing uh facilities, uh, which is interesting. It's, spark- it's interesting. It's very it, it's smart very well. well, it's sparking quite the controversy. Uh, people are are uh it's 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 kind of a, one of those things where it's like it's being talked about, but you got to find it to hear what's happening. So, yeah, that it, right there, that is going to make an interesting story. We've got to follow that up here, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. Uh, that's it's strange that I know about that not being there, and you, you two fools, yeah, are, are right there on it. So yeah, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's what happens when you're too close to things. There was another weird thing that happened here uh, this week, and that is 
we have, I think, like the majority of the country, even in our little sleepy town of Enid, America, are dealing with a homeless population issue. Mm. And um, there was a truck that was driving here at the main intersection on Van Buren and uh, and uh, uh, Garriott, Owen K. Garriott. And he was turning and he was waiting to turn because there was a a pedestrian that was going to cross and the pedestrian waved him on. And as he was turning, the pedestrian threw himself underneath the tires of a semi, killed himself. Oh, Oh, wow. So things are things are wild uh, around here lately. This has all been within a week here. We got this crazy shooting and then this weird thing that happened. So. Yeah, I don't know. Um, that's another story that I'm trying to figure out, you know, what had happened. So. Crazy. Well, uh, you know, it's all, this is very uh, Kingfisher County and it was a Logan County Central show uh, today with this episode, at least. We've got a stories, stories that were written in um, from uh, from John. Uh, from our hometown, he's a few years older than us, uh, but he's one of his nephews. Was uh, we graduated with Al- uh, Alfred Romanos and Alan Romanos. His brother was a good friend of Jeff's, and it's uh, quite it's quite interesting. There's a lot of stuff going on, and um, he has some stories that are very similar to our friend from last week, Becky who we grew up with, uh, some of the stories that she's told us. So it's, it's, it's pretty wild. Um, and I guess let's, uh, get to it. So, uh, are you prepared, Mr. Voice of the listener? I think I'm ready to go now. Uh, a little disclaimer. We, they're, the format here is a little funky, so I'm going to do my best to, uh, to get the point to get John's uh, point across in these uh, with these stories that he's got. Yes, yes. Do feel free to translate and and edit as you will. Okay. <laughs> All right. That sounds good. So, John, via uh, our special correspondent, resident Bigfoot expert and voice of the listener, Jeff, what's your weird story? Okay, uh, we've got a few stories here from John Redbird, uh, and I'm just going to jump right in here. Uh, He asks the question, uh, have you heard any stories about gargoyles and kingfisher? And then he goes on to say, my sister had said she saw what looked like a gargoyle land on the road, that's Highway 33 outside of Kingfisher, in front of her leaving our house one evening. After that, she wouldn't come out to our house or around, or she wouldn't come out to our house around the time she saw that. Wow. Yeah, the gargoyle. Didn't we have somebody else talking about gargoyles one time? Yeah, we've had a few here re- yeah. recently. Yeah, uh, Becky was Becky recently, and some other people were talking about these gargoyle type things there in Kingfisher around Kingfisher. Yeah, all on yeah. thirty three that area of town. Yeah, interesting. That yeah, it was really Brian Terrell, I believe, was one. He might have been. Yeah. Yep. That is so weird, man. That's something that I think should be investigated. Yeah. 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 <laughs> No, it is it, it, to have multiple people that don't know each other. Well, a couple of them know each other, but one in particular we know that doesn't. He doesn't know. Yeah, but I mean, they maybe know each other, but still removed from each other. You yeah. know, not you know, that we know of at least. So it's it's, it's pretty crazy, man. Interesting. Yeah, it really is. Okay, I'm going to go on to his next one. It says. Uh, One night or evening, just when the sun was going down, one of my sisters was going back to town. When she got too close to that bridge that went across Dead Indian Creek, she said there was a weird-looking bird that landed in front of her car. It looked like a gargoyle. It didn't fly off. She would around it to avoid hitting it. Hmm. Another one. So another one. Yeah, and also... Uh, 
Becky was Becky said said had a story about that happened near Dead Indian Creek, uh, where she was when she was little. They played with a uh, an, another little boy who would uh, and they they called him Charlie, and he would always have to go home like whenever it was sunset or whatever, and he would walk off and he would walk towards the creek, but there was nobody that lived down there, and nobody oh, knew wow. who this Charlie kid was. Yeah. 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 Really cool. <laughs> that is crazy. Story. That is really weird. Okay. He's got another one here. Uh, then just recently, one of my nephews told me that one of our friends was sitting outside on his deck on 12th street when they noticed a couple of weird looking birds flying West. And they said they looked like gargoyles. Man. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> we missed out on all the good shit. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I mean, interesting. Wow, that is really interesting, man. I'm gonna go out. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna start cruising 33 now. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Well, that was there was that. Uh, I think it was Brian that told us about it, and I and and I think uh, John mentioned it, or I don't know if it's in this or another time. He, um, but. There was that um, that Bigfoot thing that was seen out on thirty three, right? Yeah, and that was like just hauling ass out there. That's a couple of people witnessed. Uh, so man, a lot of stuff going on on thirty three, man. Yeah, yeah. and no think about it. This also, you know, three is a uh, you know it's a magic number. Yes, it is. That's true. And, and so <laughs> three and three, 33 is a, uh, that's double it, right? You yep, know? Yep. And also, Barry's football number. That's in exactly high what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks for remembering that, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's funny. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Crazy, man. I remember, you know, Julian Ludwig used to live out that way. And when we were kids, we would go, just to show you how different times were, I mean, we would go out early in the morning as young kids, man. I'm talking like fifth graders, maybe. And we would go right around. He had motorcycles. His parents would just mm -hmm. let us go cruise everywhere, man. And we'd go ride around all that area out there, which is uh, west of town. And there was all these rumors about that being Native American area, uh, especially across the street from him. We've told a story about the house across the street, how it would it was built on, I think, close to or on top of an old Native American burial site. Mm. And there was all kinds of crazy stuff that would happen out there. And they would find from time to time in the creek they'd find arrowheads and stuff. And so Oh wow. Yeah, I oh, wow. that that whole that that part of the uh, Kingfisher County area is pretty interesting, man. Really, that is cool, man. Also, you know, but uh, also just off of thirty three is the is the Kingfisher Cemetery, That's right? Yep. And behind it, yep. There's that little washed out road thing behind it right. that was supposed to be, you know, uh, where you know the the Satanists would meet or whatever, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, all two of them. Um, yeah, right. And then also, uh, that that uh, that cemetery is where uh, Jeff and his sister and the uh, other friends of ours uh, went and played with Ouija boards. Yeah, um, that's correct. <laughs> there also that might have correct. been some. There might have been some drinking and uh, partying going on out there at one point in yeah. time or two. I was thinking about that the other day. Not to digress too much, man, but like. Man, we had a good time when we were growing up. We would actually go and we would we would make shit happen. And I look yes, at these man, kids today they don't don't have the same kind of like gumption we did when it comes to like we're going to have a good time. I I really right. feel like that. It was a different time. Yeah. 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 And it also, was. I, yeah. I mean, even cuz there was not a lot to do in our hometown. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously we were missing a lot of what was going on outside of it, just outside, but in it, you know, yep. we literally would just drive up and down main street for hours. Yeah. 
or we go have a was, or go have a party in the middle of nowhere, man. Yeah, like, yeah, go, uh, yeah. Bonfire, Lease, Road. Lease yep. Road, Shell Pit. Remember the Shell Pit? Yep. Oh yep. yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. just I remember going out. I think to the Shell Pit one time, and there was just huge tractor tri- tires on fire out there, and just you know teenagers, and and then of course some of the. Uh, Young twenty somethings or even to mid twenty somethings that were still around. Yeah, you know, you know what's funny about that period of time too is I always think about Matthew McConaughey's character in uh, right. in the mm-hmm. what was the movie man? Uh, Dazed, uh, and Dazed, Dazed and Confused. Dazed and Confused. That guy. All right, all that, right, all right. That yeah, guy. We all knew that guy. Oh yeah, for sure. That we did was, three of them. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can name them. I can yeah. name them on here right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Great. <laughs> Hilarious. No joke. Yeah. Adam, I remember that uh that tractor tire bonfire that night. Yeah. Because, yeah. Well, I went up uh, there with you. Yeah, that ash fell everywhere. Everybody's yes, clothes, their cars, oh. everything was just caked in like this black oh. ash layer. Yeah. That was, that was so a uh, that was one of those uh rare early Okarchi Kingfisher parties where we'd yeah. have Okarchi and Kingfisher people partying together. Because um, we really, you know, I mean, again, we're way off topic, but, you know, hey, it's all right. uh, our, our, our group, our age, uh, the, we were the ones who really kind of introduced the two towns to kind of co-mingle a yeah. little bit more. Yeah. Now, we wouldn't fuck around with Hennessy. But uh, we, we we became friendly with uh, with Okarchi. Like those lines were kind of uh, the tension lines were rivalries or yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Were kind of right. eased, and we kind of like, hey, you know, they know how to have a good time because that's Okarchi, and all they they've got, uh, you know, beer on tap in their house, you yeah, know, or whatever. That, yeah. Of course, you know, that's what we all. Everybody in Okarchi was a drinker. That was the you know. But everybody, well, I mean, they didn't have a town drunk. They took turns, you know, (laughs) I mean, yeah, that's that's right. I mean, they I mean, let's call it what it is. Large Catholic popula- uh, population Catholic. there, and right. so you know things are going to happen. And uh, and now has a really nice little brewery there. Uh, huh. They do a great job there. If you guys ever get a chance when you're out, if you're eating at Aishans, it's right across the street, and it's uh, they do a great job, man. It's um, I'll have to get their name, and we'll have to mention it. Yeah, it's um, the Expedenture. Ex- Expedenture, that's right. Expedenture yeah. Brewery. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Great yeah, stuff. It's good stuff. I, I've been in there a couple times now. So. Yeah, yeah. Good dudes, too. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Okay, sorry. <laughs> okay, we're, you guys are fine. We'll, uh, let's, let's see. I think we've got another. Here's, here's another one. Just a few months ago, a guy I know was working at the liquor store here in El Reno, where I live. And he told me he saw what looked like a gargoyle sitting on a play set uh, in a park near the liquor store that evening. Wow. Damn. So they're, 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 they're everywhere. Yeah. No kidding. I mean, I, I've never even heard of this until this year. No, no, me neither. And then it's yeah. like all over the place. And, uh, you know, I don't, I, I, maybe, you know, I don't know how to say this otherwise, but maybe we just weren't able to perceive this stuff because, you know, we're white boys and our friends are Native American. And so they're more open to these things in that is being part of the natural world. You know, they're more open. They see a lot more things than we do. Yeah. uh, Spiritually and, and, and in nature as because is they're closer to it. Um, you know, traditionally. So, you know, I, I don't know if that's part of it or not, but yeah, you know, I mean, it, it's quite possibly could be because, you know, we were, ter- we were taught to kind of turn a blind eye at anything that, you know, wasn't normal. Right. And to kind of like, you know, stay away from it because, you know, uh, God wouldn't want us to, or whatever. If yeah. it, it wasn't of God, right? You know? Yeah, right. But yeah, still, it's amazing that we've heard so many of these stories, and you know, from different people yeah. coming through different places. This is wild. Yeah, yeah, very cool. 
That's cool. Okay, well, this next one uh, for uh, you know listeners of the podcast, this is this is not going to be anything new to them, but this is just uh, further confirmation of a few other stories that we've heard. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna give I'm just gonna get it in uh, get it in here real quick. Uh, John goes on to say, "I've never seen it in person." But I've seen the video of the Bigfoot caught on tape digging in the uh, grease trap at the Lucky Star Casino that was filmed in the 2000s. Yeah. He he says uh, he saw the tape and it's real. However, he says the Bigfoot that he saw in the video was easily 10 feet tall and it was white. Huh. That sound, I think the height sounds right, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. And, you know, if it was a black and white video, there's, mm-hmm. you know, I, and I don't know for sure, but I would imagine if it was in the early 2000s and it was an outside video, it seems like most of those are black and white. It'd be tough to judge the color, and you might get different interpretations from people mm-hmm. uh, that, that view the same video on what color you know, a big, yeah. a big foot or, or anything is. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking, dude. Yeah. Uh, those wow. old school kind of security cameras could also, if it was under a, uh, a light source and a bright light source that could have reflected off of its coat, hair, whatever right. you want to call it, um, that might appear to be, to be white as well. Um, so yeah, I don't know. But or these, it could have been more than one. Yeah, yeah that is true. These, that is really true. We've we've heard quite a few of these secondhand stories of this tape. So the legendary tape. God, man, man I, I just I wish there was a world out there where we saw this or for Me ourselves. Too. You know? Oh gosh. Yes. That'd make for a yeah. great a great podcast. Yeah, if That's anybody so out there has has a way of finding the concho tape and so we can watch it. And we'll sign a, uh, a, a form to uh, so that we can watch it, and we'll, we can talk about it, but we won't um, we won't show it to anybody. Yeah, we'll do right. NDA, NDA or whatever. We'll yeah. we'll have uh, we'll have Jeff uh, draw up a legal contract. Yeah, uh, do that. so the story behind that is that it was destroyed, <laughs> right? Is that what the word was? Is it got destroyed or somebody I destroyed feel, it? I feel like we heard that. I yeah. hear well. I I I I hear that it got lost. Right. You I, know? there's no way a tape like that gets destroyed without there being right. copies. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean that that's somewhere, and it's probably uh, like the tribe. They probably have it somewhere secured. You know, because yeah. they want to keep. I mean, they they want to keep prying eyes away yeah. because it's on their, their land, and they don't want to have, you know, um, like you know, bigfoot hunters like that guy with that always wears the leather uh, yeah. cowboy hat with the skull <laughs> yeah. on. It. Yeah, man. You know, yeah. um, that guy. Yeah, they don't want him coming around, and, and other, you know, they don't want other people being intrusive on their land and not treating it, not res- being respectful to them uh, or the land. So, uh, or, and also to the Bigfoot, you know. So, yeah, you know, I mean, it's totally understandable to me that it was lost or or destroyed. Air quote, air quote. Um, you know, uh, but uh, again, you know, if somebody knows anybody that, uh, you know, we can hook that up, that would be really, really awesome. That would really be cool. Really, and really I tight. mean, they, they just keep coming in, uh, you know, witnesses to this video and, and people that have seen big feet in that area. <laughs> so, I mean, at this point, I think we just kind of have to accept it as fact. Yeah, there yeah. are Bigfoot. That's Bigfoot country, man. Yep. There's there's things going on out there that uh, need explanation. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> wild stuff, man. That is wild. 
That was wild. Okay, well, I'm going to get back in. We've got a few more okay. from John here. Okay, this is kind of a, this is an older story. Uh, back in 1976, my family and I were fishing at this pond called Muggenberg Pond or Lake. Uh, mm-hmm. We had fished there many times before, but this one day, one of my nephews had gotten bored. So we started walking along the little stream that filtered into the pond, and we'd gotten about a block away from where our parents were fishing when this Bigfoot, when these Bigfoot-looking tracks that were along the stream, and I started looking around because I felt like we were being watched. I grabbed my nephew, who was just a little guy, and we went back to our parents. Ha-ha! He was yelling <laughs> for me to slow down, but I told him to leave him, and he said no. But the odd thing were these tracks had only three or four toes. Sorry, I can't remember, but I but I remember drawing a drawing of it. And I did show it to one of my sixth grade teachers, Mr. Henderson. Do you remember Mrs. her? Oh. Mrs. Henderson, dude. Mrs. Yeah. Henderson. Yeah. But she kind of blew it off. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He sent me a picture of a, of a cast that, that somebody had made at a different place, but had uh, said, this is basically, this is what it looks like. Wow. Wow. So, you know, if you look on, you look for a three-toed Bigfoot, there's a cast that somebody made what? on the internet, and it's like, that's that's what type it is. Do we know where that lake is? Lake Muggenberg? Yeah, where is that? I want to say it's it's got to be between of Kingfisher. Gonna be Okarchi Kingfisher. I was gonna say. Yeah, I would think so. I, I what was the was okay? No, I'm thinking of Schaffenberg Lake. Okay, never mind. I knew it had a berg in it, uh, but now I don't know where Muggenberg Lake is. I've never heard of it, so I don't know. There's so many ponds and lakes around, you know. Yeah, that's the thing. Right. That's the thing is, yeah. I'm just curious about where that would be, you know, so I could, my mind's eye can get there. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I'll do a little digging around and see if I can find find something out about that. All good. Man, that's wild, though. I don't know. All this time we grew up, I just never knew Bigfoot was so close. Right. I, I didn't either. You know? cryptids or whatever man it's like i just off my radar yeah mine too you know i i mean i think probably uh unsolved mysteries was the first my first exposure to bigfoot you know and it seemed so far off you know it was probably from you know the pacific northwest you Mm -hmm. know it's probably where that story was out of yeah and just didn't seem possible that they could be in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. but yeah, definitely. Yeah, because I mean, early on, you when you first you would first start hearing about Bigfoot, you would hear it where about it being like you said, the Pacific Northwest, or maybe like in the mountains, like in Colorado, yeah, or like in California, and then you know people start talking and it starts popping up there are these kinds of stories and legends and variations on it like you know the skunk ape in uh, florida or georgia right. or wherever that is right and um you know like the fuck creek monster and all these things that are around and uh you know and that's just most of these stories are from the last you know 100 150 years yeah you know yeah so man. Well, I mean, you know. we, it's 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 funny because I just saw a thing today on Instagram of a guy who he's a scientist and he's in like the Amazon jungle and he had sighted the first bird of its of its kind in 140 years. They thought this yeah. thing was extinct. And it's like that. I mean, the fact that it hasn't been seen in that long and that. All the, you know, I could just imagine however many people are looking for this, you know, specific bird makes you wonder. I mean, it's like this could definitely happen where, you know, these creatures exist and we just aren't able to 
for whatever reason, put eyes on them. Yeah, right. yeah. And, I mean, we know that there are there are creatures, there are animals that are, um, have enough sentience, have enough consciousness to kind of, you know, that can kind of think things, you know. Yeah. That can, they, I mean, animals think, you know. They may yeah. not be extremely complex, but they can think, you know. Yeah. And, I mean... You know, because like they know how to, they know where to hide. A lot of it's instinct, but they know how to hide, yep. and they know how to keep away things, and they know if something that they're not familiar with. Nine times out of ten, you know, don't be, you know, don't go near. It. Be don't be too curious. Let the cats be curious, and then figure out what's, uh, you know, after that. So yeah, it makes complete sense to me that something that was. Um, any kind of species really can live and could have survived um, if it has, you know, food and a gene pool and, you know, places where it can live and, yeah. you know, thrive. And, yeah. you know, so yeah. there's so much that we don't know. Yeah. That's so true. You know, and, and to Barry's point about that, that bird, you know, you know, if it hadn't been seen in 150 years, I mean, you know, that's not the same bird from 150 years ago. There has to be breeding pairs, you know, yeah. multiple mm-hmm. pairs, and yep. nobody's mm-hmm. seen those. So, yeah. yeah, you know, there's multiple birds out there, and nobody's seen it. So, yeah, I don't know. That whole thing is interesting to me, you know. I mean, we keep finding things, you know, they, they just found another civilization that was, they believe, from what was it? Uh, 12,000 years ago. Yeah. Uh, it, it predates or is about the same time as Gobekli Tepe that the oldest, uh, at least the oldest city that they've uncovered. So it's, uh, man, that we just keep finding more stuff about, you know, our, even our own species. Yeah. Yeah. Our history is much longer than we think it is. And, yeah. You know, and we're only learning more and more about how that is a thing, you know. Um, so, I don't know. It's cool. Um, if you're into that kind of thing, uh, there's a cool Netflix series called uh, uh, Ancient Apocalypse. I think yes, that's what that's, it is. That's with Graham. He is yep. absolutely amazing, man. I was going yep. to send you the, the latest Rogan podcast with him. Yep. On it, and he is uh, with Randall Carlson, who is he's a he's another he's not a scientist, but he studies the history of the Earth. And those two have gotten together, man, and they mm. have done some amazing research. And he's he they both are are cracking the code on some of this stuff, man. I, I'm so happy you saw that, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I've watched that series. It's a great series. Cool. Um, that you should check out if you haven't watched it. And frankly, Barry, if you haven't watched it, I'm quite surprised. Yeah, I'm, I, I just haven't been. I haven't found time, but I'm going to. Yeah, it's definitely worth it. Awesome. Everyone should check it out if you're if you are a history nerd, and um, you know you like uh, this kind of potential alternate history. A lot of what he is this series is about is about the dates that are about. Um, civilizations that are pre great flood yeah uh because every like ancient culture every culture that's been around for a long long ass time has has a story about how a god or god or deities or somebody um created a flood that flooded the entire planet yep Every single one of them yep. have this, and uh, so he's drawing lines, and he's he's an investigative reporter, and he's drawing lines, and he's like making connections, and he's putting together hypotheses, and it's fascinating stuff. And there are people in the scientific community that can't stand him because he oh, yeah. he has taken he's taken this i this approach to things, and uh, yeah, it's great, man. And it all has to do with asteroidal impacts and what what we believe. What we've been told and then what could also be the truth, which is that humankind has been around for a very long time. And we get to these points where we're able to be like, 
very abundant and and create, and then something happens where we're wiped out. So this may not be the first time that humankind has gotten to this point in history, you know? Yeah. I mean, if, if our computers went down, our entire history would be gone. The only thing that would still exist are the pyramids and things that are carved into stone. Yeah. Well, we got books, but yeah. Yeah, but I mean, that's not, they, they don't last very long. You know what I mean? The only thing that's going to last are like these physical structures and these things that are, you know what I mean? That, that kind of stuff will last, but man, it's just crazy because it's like, they, they talk about the Sphinx and stuff and it's like, you know, what, what Egyptologists will tell you is that, oh, it's, you know, 5,000 years or however many years old that they say it is. And, and, and what he's saying is it could be 13,000, it could be 15,000 years old. It's crazy, man. Something to think about for sure. Yeah, yeah. It was old when the pyramids were constructed. Exactly. You know, it's I think somebody said that we currently our contemporary world right now is closer in time to when the pyramids were constructed than when the pyramids were constructed was to yes, yes. the sphinx being constructed. Right. Which is mind-blowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so. why not? I mean, that could definitely be the case, you know? Absolutely. Especially the more we find out about, you know, UFOs, UAPs, and, like, that is a whole nother layer of it, man. It's like, <laughs> and we've talked before about the pyramid thing and why these civilizations all across the globe built pyramids. Mm-hmm. Why did they do that? And then, you know, in the jungles and the Amazon, they're uncovering, like, civilizations they have no idea that were there. Mm-hmm. And, um... Yeah, satellites are discovering so much, so many hidden uh, man-made structures that, yeah. that they can see from the sky and from using satellite technologies that are, like, ground-sensing technology and see where things have been... Uh, adjusted and such. And it's awesome that we're still finding this stuff because so much of it was destroyed by uh, people in the name of their religions or whatever yeah, yeah. you want to call it. Right. You know, or the way and by just not concerning themselves with uh, whoever they were conquering, you know, as history is written by the, the winner, you know, right. but still right. we're getting more now to where we're like, you know what? We can, you know, maybe we can change, you know, change the story that the winner told and tell it from the other side and then kind of mesh together to get a more accurate yep. history. It is revisionist history, but I mean, that doesn't mean that it's incorrect. So Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we love to talk uh, about that stuff. We apologize yeah. <laughs> to you, those that you who aren't interested, but it, we're interested, so live with it. <laughs> it's your podcast, damn it! <laughs> All right, <laughs> back back to form. Okay, uh, back to it. Uh, I I did just want to say that's pretty cool. John gave a shout out a shout out to uh, Mrs. Henderson because. We did all, all three of us had her oh, yeah. uh, for oh, sixth yeah. grade social stuff. She was a hard That's ass, right. man. Oh, yeah, she, she was. was, dude. She she could be really sweet, though. She yeah. could be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Out of class and after being in that grade. Yeah. You and, Oh, man. That was a tough grade, though, dude, because we had Miss Lane on the other hand. True. Oh. Old yeah. school and just stone faced. Yeah, and just she hated. Every, she hated everyone. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry to be talking about our old teacher like that, but she was very mean. Uh, we say that with all and, the love and affection possible. Oh yeah, absolutely. It made us who we teacher. are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's she was true. a good teacher and all that and all that stuff. And then uh, we had uh, Coach Monroe, who was awesome. Yeah, um, just a really, really great guy. Um, yeah. And then, who was our other teacher that year? Seafield. Oh, well, now you're you're you've got fifth and sixth grade running together because uh, Mrs. Henderson was sixth grade. Uh-huh. Uh We had Mr. Terrell. What was Mr. Terrell fifth grade, or was he fourth? No, he was fifth. Mrs. Lane. 
Mr. Monroe you guys are, uh, and Mrs. Seafelt. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, I yeah. Think in sixth grade, we had Henderson, uh, Mrs. Nichols, Mrs. Nicholas. Nicholas. Mrs. Nicholas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, you're, we have, you're blowing my mind uh, right now. I haven't thought yeah, about this yeah. in a long time. <laughs> now, Miss Henderson, we had, we, I remember going, Miss Henderson was when we were at Gene Gilmore Middle School that one year that we were there. Um, Are you sure? I thought I remember her classroom being I don't on. Remember that? At uh, one of those ramps at the old third and fourth grade center that then became the. I high think school. you. I think you're uh, thinking of Miss Cadavy. Maybe so. Maybe you're right. Um, or Miss Henderson may have moved over. I don't know, but I think you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> seventh grade was Coach Evie, right? Didn't he teach math? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. He, no, he no, taught he taught. Was it math? Or, I thought he taught reading or some no, something. No, he was a math. No, guy. it was math. Yeah, it was yeah. math. Because John John Clayton had taught me how to use a switchblade in uh, his class. <laughs> all, I all I remember is that part of that year he went to Korea for the Olympics. Uh, but oh also, yeah. Uh, he and Chip Rowway, man. Chip, yeah. Uh, I was in that class with yeah. he and Chip. It, they just like oil and water. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, and, it I was mean, so weird though. I seem to remember that too. Was I not in was, that class? Maybe you I probably wasn't. were. I thought all the yeah, boys were in it at the same time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a weird. It was a weird combination. Like they just they kind of played off each other. Okay, and yeah. it was more like they antagonized each other rather than <laughs> yeah, didn't yeah, like yeah, each yeah. other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. But that's God. where I first learned the meaning of and the, heard the phrase uh, "beat you like a redheaded stepchild" because <laughs> <laughs> our good yeah, friend Chip too. was redheaded. That's funny. And, uh, <laughs> that's a, hey, what about Mister Wright? Wasn't he fifth grade, Mister? I think Mister Wright was sixth grade. Who was, was fourth then? Mr. Hayes, that's what I'm thinking. Mr. Yeah, Mr. Hayes. Wait, yeah, Mr. Mr. Wright, Wright was, came. Uh, I think he was sixth grade because we definitely had him. Uh, you yeah, know, we were at, in fifth grade at yeah. Gene Gilmore, yeah. and then sixth grade we moved across the street, across Thirteenth, and it was Mr. Wright. Yeah, Mrs. Nicholas. Uh, gosh, I thought it was Mrs. Henderson, but I could be. Oh, I could totally be wrong. Was Mister Wright the really tall bus driver man? No, he had he had he no, had a he, beautiful physique, didn't he? Huh? He had great he, arms. He was real dude. thin. Yeah, he had, he had like he was oh the bath teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. the glasses, yeah. he kind of looked yes. like Jeffrey Dahmer. Kind yeah, of. He kind of had, <laughs> had, had, had that vibe. Haircut. Yeah, his haircut kind of feathered hair parted in For the middle. For sure, dude. Yep. Yeah. Eighties total eighties look. He yeah. was a, a he was a good dude. He was a good yeah, dude. He, was. he wasn't a great teacher because no. he was too smart for us kids. True. And we were just dumb. I just remember uh, him getting mad and it never really it never it never really reached that anger point where you could take it <laughs> serious, you know. <laughs> right. So you'd laugh at it and then he'd get more mad. Oh man. And that's the day I became a man. <laughs> oh, sorry, Weirdsville. Didn't see you there listening to Barry and Mine's conversation. But hey, we'll save that one for another time. But we do want to hear your stories about growing up, all your high school hijinks, all of your childhood rivalries, your sibling rivalries, your revenge on the siblings, all those fun family affairs, all the good times, all the laughter, all the stories you share around the Thanksgiving spread or the holiday meal or the night before where everybody goes out to the bar and gets lit. Seems like that's some kind of tradition. So contact us through our email wywspod at gmail.com Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and also you call and leave us a message at 513-909-9821 Hey, let's get back to that story. Don't forget to mark this episode, the editor. This is going to become a gossip podcast. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'm definitely, I yeah, know yeah. we're going to be, yeah, I guess. It's heavily edited at this point, man, for yeah. sure. All right.
Uh, looks like we've got another one here from John. Back in the late 70s or maybe early 80s, a friend of mine's aunt was washing dishes by a kitchen window when she noticed a huge animal running in a field not too far from their house. She told Greg to look. He said it looked like a gorilla, but way bigger. But it was running on all fours. And there was an abandoned house that I remember living in back in the 1960s. Well, it ran underneath that house. And now they live six miles west of Kingfisher. So that sounds like another Bigfoot to me. Yeah. Yep. And it's west of town again. Yep. Damn. Which, uh, lots of activity. Yeah, that's interesting. On on both sides, on west and east of Kingfisher. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Pretty good tree coverage in some parts. Mm Mm-hmm. Some some hilly kind of country in there. Yeah. Yeah, especially if you go along the creeks, you know. Yep. um, Because those tend to be more tree. They don't, you know, not a lot of... uh, Yep farmland that butts up right to it so yep. and then of course you get out to the bigger rivers like you know closer to like uh, cimarron mm-hmm. um yeah who knows what's yeah 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 you know. yeah for sure man yeah. ghoul bridge yeah oh yeah did i ever met. tell you guys about how you know on the cimarron right there um where the bridge is yeah. um, between you know Do- the big bridge dover and and, and uh, kingfisher yeah. on the cimarron there yep. used to, there was a train track that ran there yep. in early way back in the day like in the late 19 uh late 1800s early 1900s uh a train wrecked and fell off of it and it they couldn't get the, they couldn't pull it out they couldn't pull the engine out and it was just there and um my nana told me that uh, when they were younger, I think it was either her or or it could have been my granddaddy, her husband. Uh, but when they were young, they could go uh, go swimming and you could like dive down and kind of swim down and like touch the top of the smokestack with your yeah, toes. I remember that. I remember you telling me that story. That's, That's just wild, dude. Yep. Yep. Very cool. That whole area has changed so much. Mm. I mean, they have absolutely sucked all that sand out of that area, and that across the 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 uh, let's see, it's eighty one on the uh, east side has all become a huge pond, a huge lake, huh. I should say, a lake. Huh. Where, yeah. Anyway, it's changed huh. quite a bit. Yeah, you're gonna you'll go past it and be like, "Holy smokes, man! Totally changed." Wow. Hey, that's a nice t-shirt you got on there. Oh, thanks, dude. It's brand new. Do you like that? It's one of the official What's Your Weird Story t-shirts. Where'd you get that? It's funny that you ask. I just got it off the brand new Spreadshirt.com site for the What's Your Weird Story podcast. There's no www. You just go straight to shop.spreadshirt.com backslash what's without the apostrophe W-H-A-T-S hyphen Y-E-R dash w-e-i-r-d dash s-t-o-r-y and that'll take you right there i mean you can never own enough clothing well that's true barry there's t-shirts for the ladies because you know they're cut differently there's hoodies which are really cool there's two different kinds of hoodies and there's also tote bags so you can tote your stuff that's so cool man so if you guys go out to spreadshirt.com what's your weird story currently there are two designs but there will be more going up very soon so just keep your eyes out for that and if you decide to get one of our shirts tag yourself on instagram to ours or facebook show your love show us what you got let's see your true colors okay i've got i've got another one here for you guys from john okay my brother and his ex-wife were out and about cruising and sipping on some alcohol when their car quit on them on that dirt road next to the cemetery here we go guys Uh Mm -hmm. that one i was talking about earlier that's exactly right so instead of walking on the road and taking a chance of getting caught or someone calling the police on them, they decided to walk along the creek behind the cemetery that leads up to Baker's Lake. 
Dude. That's a spooky area. We know for it. For sure. So as they got closer to 13th Street, he said he noticed something following them, but through the trees. And when they got close to 13th Street, he told his wife to hurry and get up the road or that bridge. He said he took off his belt and was swinging it at what he said looked like a monkey as it was reaching down trying to grab his belt. Eventually, he made it up to the bridge, and they walked to our grandmother's house on 11th Street. Wow, wow dude, that's a, that's a, first of all, that's a night. That's a, that's a long hike uh, at night on yeah. that on that creek bed. Right, walking down there, that couldn't have been very easy at all. Yep. No. And I want to say that I've heard in, when I was little that I'd heard something about monkeys living under the bridge, especially like over by the underpass or the overpass, hmm. whatever we called it, the underpass. You remember that? Did you ever hear that? Or am I completely making that? I up? don't know. I don't, I don't recall. Of course I have a terrible memory. All right. Yeah. I don't, it kind of sounds familiar, but I, I, I would Rather it's, say I haven't heard that, but I, I don't know. It does kind of sound familiar, though. It, it, it was like, it, and I mean, I would have heard it from another kid, you know? Um, but so it was kind of like, oh, yeah, whatever. But at the same time, now that, <laughs> that we're hearing all this other stuff, who hell, Who the hell knows what's going on? <laughs> what's going on around yeah. that town, man? I strange Especially. But yeah, back in the seventies and the eighties, man. Oh yeah, Jeez. yeah, so true. That's crazy. I mean, uh, I can't imagine trying to fight some uh, monkey-looking thing off with a belt uh, in the middle of the <laughs> night, just coming out of some trees. That's that's insane, man. That is oh, crazy. dude, it paints a great picture, though. Yeah, uh, in my yeah. mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy. Okay. Uh, looks like we've got uh, a couple more stories. Uh, I'm just going to jump into this one. It says, that old Methodist church down in the bottoms is supposed to be spooky. People had heard the piano playing in there. I've never heard anything, it says aside. Hmm. But that little building next to it was like a rec center. When there was a tribal preschool there, there was always an extra kid playing with the other kids one evening or real late at night. Mm. And one of my brothers was walking by there and he said he saw a tall, dark figure of a man come out of it and was asking him if he had a cigarette. Then he said it asked him if he was cold because it was in the winter time when, when this happened. And my brother told him no, but birth. Both questions and turned around, told him no to both questions. And then he turned around and went back to his friend's house. And that figure was asking him where he was going. Weird. Interesting. You know, that West Bottom is not that far from the cemetery, right? Is, is that yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's that's my, where my brain goes to. Yeah. You know, Baker's Lake, I think, is just, isn't that pretty much like... Uh, 81, west of 81, there's, and I think it's the northern border of the West Bottom. So, like, west of 81, right. yeah, yeah, north yeah. of the West Bottom is right. that lake across the creek. Yep. Uh, that sounds so, right. Yeah. And the reason uh, that th- that area is called the West Bottoms is because it's down, it's low, low land, low flat land in the floodplain. Yeah. And so it's the bottoms of the floodplain, and there's the west bottoms, the east bottoms, yep. and uh, they were just those. They were more often flooded than uh, other parts of our town, um, which our town is notorious for flooding. Yes, uh, a lot. Oh yeah, and uh, because we got two two creeks, two rivers, well, creek, big creeks that uh, meet, and uh, so the north and the east of the town. Um, yeah, we get just cut off. By- you know, and if you get stuck it down there and it's it's bad. I mean, you yep. have to go. I had, last time I had that happen, I had to go all the way up to 
gosh, it was uh, 70, is it 74? That's north, that's, uh, I'm sorry, uh, east toward uh, I-35. I had to go yeah. all the way, like, up toward Guthrie right. and around. So I had yeah. to go, like, an hour out of my way just to get around that area because that's a huge chunk of the Cimarron is right down there, and then the Kingfisher yeah. Creek and all that area. And when it floods, man, it, it it it'll do a number on it. You can't get in in or out of town. Yeah, yeah. You could probably Google uh, or go on YouTube and find Kingfisher floods and yes. see news reports because um, they're crazy, man. Yeah, like, man. That well, they, one of the worst. One of the worst yeah. that I remember being there is the year that it was our junior prom. Uh, the night of our junior prom, it was raining all damn yeah, day. Yeah, man. Yeah, I and remember. It stopped. Yep. From the time that we were at the prom until we were all done with the prom, and then it picked up and started raining again. Yeah. And so, like, but it like it flooded. Like, I think I got for some reason. I think my mom got a room at the motel so that we could get ready for the prom or something. I remember huh. that. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. weird. Yeah, I remember. But I know yeah, there, yeah, I mean, it was like you couldn't go north or uh, east uh, out of town for yeah. like at least a week. Yeah. I mean, it was just huge flood. Because I, I remember a couple of kids who lived like, well, you were one. I don't know how long it got you, it took you to be able to get back home, but like uh, there were some people that lived, you know, outside of town that weren't able to get back home for yeah. days. Right, right. right. That's crazy. Well, guys, he's got he's got one more story, and cool. he's kind of getting away from uh, supernatural and uh, cryptids. And this is more of a historical account. Cool. Okay, so here's the last one. Uh, my mother told me about our relative living out by Geary near a creek. And as her male relative was getting water from the creek, some white guys on horseback came up on him. He took them to his home, and his wife fed them, and then they left them alone. Come to find out, those white men were Jesse James and his gang. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. That is... So cool. That's cool, man. That is really cool, dude. Do you remember um, John... John, what was John's last name? He stood up in, like, second or third grade, maybe... And was showing tale time, and he told the story about his grandmother putting his uh, putting the James gang up in her barn overnight in Kansas. Do you guys remember that? John Maxwell. Maxwell? Is that right? Jesse Maxwell? Jesse, Jesse Maxwell. Maxwell. Jesse Maxwell. Sorry. Jesse Maxwell. Do you guys remember yeah. that? No, but... I don't know if I remember that. Yeah, I yeah. definitely remember Jesse. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he told that story. I was like, holy shit, man. That's and crazy, man. Uh, yeah, and uh, and there was the uh, was it who was it was it the Daltons that had a cabin out by yeah yeah, uh, yeah out right around the, yeah. yep 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 right out around the Cimarron yeah crazy. what's what's yeah. the famous gun that everybody looks for hub um it's supposed to be hidden in a tree somewhere gosh man I don't know is it uh is it a is it one of the Daltons or Jesse James it was like a big deal man where it's like I think around the Cimarron River area, people thought that that's where it was hidden or something. I don't know. Huh. Dude, uh, I, that's I a new one on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we need to find that out before we before this comes out so we could uh, plug it in somewhere. But yeah, yeah, very cool, man. Treasure hunters out there that are looking for it. Apparently, this thing is hidden between, it's like a V in the tree or something. And and it was put in there, and people have been looking for it ever since, man. Wow. But we we've had people come on before that has told us that they know exactly where the Dalton's uh, yeah. pla- place was, um, right? Which is just cool. I mean, I know it's like one of those things where it's like, you know, they did some bad things, but like it's part of our culture here. It's like that's it's part how, of history. Exactly, it's part of history, and that's the way things were done back then. I mean. Yeah. Uh, for better or worse, but it's, it kind of adds to that mystique and the folklore of, of our area. It's, uh, it's interesting, you know? Yeah. Where outlaws were celebrated, you know, and I mean, they're still kind of that way, you know, but, uh, we don't have as many, like we, I mean, 
the reason that they were celebrated, of course, is because the media at the time would, you know, tell their stories and even make up stories about them. Right. Um, you know, to uh, sell papers. So, right. And it was a, it was they were like the punk rockers of the day. They were sticking it to the man. You know. Oh a lot, yeah, a big lot time. Of, right. And a lot of people could get behind that, but it's. Yeah. You know, yeah, especially the, the 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 poor farmers and you know dust croppers. Yeah. You know dust farmers and crop. You know stuff. People that didn't yeah. have a lot of money who toiled away and owed. You know, and whereas they'd see the government and all those banks and people in cushy lives. And, yeah. Well, the, yeah, and they were back then. You know, we just had Chad and Becky on our last episode there, and we were talking a couple episodes ago, and we were talking about this kind of stuff because his family has been here since you know that time period, and and everyone that came out here was taking a huge risk, a huge chance, mm-hmm. and for anybody to get ahead back then was you know it's it's hard to get ahead now, but we're yeah. living in a completely different <laughs> landscape yeah, yeah. than it was yeah, back right. then. I mean, you're talking about life and death, you know, so. Um, but yeah, really, really interesting. Do you know how your family got to Oklahoma? Well, I've done a little bit of, uh, of searching around and, uh, I mean, it depends on what side of my family, I guess, uh, you know, you're looking at, but, but as far as I know, you know, the Hubbards came, uh, around the, turn of the century, you know, late 1800s. And then uh, the same goes with a branch of my family tree on my mother's side. It seems like they all came, you know, around the late 1800s, early 1900s. And and they came, yeah, they came to farm. Right. They came to farm. Jeff doesn't want to name his uh, mother sides because uh, they're 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 Hitlers, um, and they changed their name uh, just after World War II or during World War II to Schwartz. You know, I mean, so they're so kind of German, but not too German. Right, uh, right. So, no, I, I made that up. But <laughs> are the are the Schwartzes are they uh, are they uh, related to the Schwanzes or uh, is my Schwanz? My Schwanz. You don't know. It's <laughs> another name for a member. You know, <laughs> my Schwanz. <laughs> I've never referred to it as that. I like that though. I'll ask now. <laughs> oh man. Oh, oh, learn funny. something new every day, every podcast. <laughs> never stop living. Never stop living. Is uh is is Hubbard German? Hubbard is uh English. English, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's Welsh. Welsh, gotcha, man. Yeah. Yeah, we're kind of a mutt uh a mix of, of all here. Right. In, our, in our area. It's yeah. funny because if you go to the more toward the East Coast, you find a lot more like people straight off the boat. You know what I mean? Yeah. First first generation. Us out here, we've been removed a bit from that. So I know with our family tree, uh, there's a lot of stuff that I was like, what? I had no clue, man. You know? Right. And it my, is. It's amazing what you can find digging. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Have you have you done the 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 gene testing or whatever the the twenty three and Me or whatever? Or? Yeah, I did ancestry. Ancestry, uh, but you know I haven't paid for the like full on service or whatever you know that connects you with everything. But it is interesting to look and see yeah. all these people that you're related to. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, you don't really know who they are, uh, but it's the uh, same yeah, blood. It's, yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah, wow, very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I want to do that uh, gene test, the genetic test thing, the uh, you know twenty three and Me or whatever it is. Yeah, right. Uh, that would be really cool to do. Um, so if they want twenty three and Me or some other genetic testing company out there is listening to the podcast and yeah. want to provide us, of course, with uh, test for free right. that we can take. Love to have and, you as a sponsor uh, too for the podcast. Love to have you sponsor <laughs> and uh, let us just you know take the test for free. And uh, we can, you know, look over our results with my special episode. Um, um, so, yeah, you know, get a hold of us. Uh, you can contact us through our, uh, our uh, 
email, which is wywspod at gmail.com, uh, or, you know, through our various social media, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and, uh, you know, Twitter, uh, as long as, you know, Twitter is around or not, who knows? Um, <laughs> that's a whole other weird thing going on there. Um, but, uh, yeah, we would love that. And we would also love to hear from anybody else out there. Uh, with their weird stories and write them in so that Jeff can come back on and, and spend some more time with us, quality time away from his family, which we know that he enjoys and uh, <laughs> reading your stories and walking down memory lane as we always do uh, whenever uh, our old friends get together. So, all right. Well, thanks for listening, Jeff. Thank you for being here and uh, for reading those awesome stories. And uh, was that all of them? Yeah, that's it. Okay. That's okay. it. I want to make sure. I, I want to thank you guys for letting me come back and a big uh, shout out to John for sending those in and, and uh, giving me something to do on the cast. So it's been great guys. Always great to have you, man. Always fun, dude. All right. Well, uh, uh, we will wrap it up uh, for this time and see you next time here on the What's Your Weird Story podcast. And uh, I, you know, I'm just so excited uh, just about all of this. And uh, as we're walking towards the holidays, it's just good to have friends around. So until next time, friends, Weirdsville, friends of ours, our friendly listeners. Uh, be safe. Be weird. As always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions. Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating, and spreading the word about the podcast. Thanks for listening. Until next time, be safe. Be weird. The stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.